Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl and boy, Demonic Phoenix. And we are back with another AEW review of Wednesday's Dynamite. And uh, this was, what date was it? It was the 9th? Ooh, this was the 9th, yeah. September 9th, 2020. September 9th, 2020. Nice magical number. It was an actual great, awesome night. We can't wait to get into it with you guys. I'm still trying to figure out how every night of Dynamite is the best night of Dynamite yet. Because it's the best. It, it just keeps getting better and better. It's, it's just so good. I feel like we're the judges on American Idol. You're the best. No, you're the best of the <laughs> no, night. You're no, the you're the next. You're my favorite of the night. It's every week. Every week is better and better and better. Yes, I would say that the after show from the paper from Saturday's pay-per-view was definitely great. Just as great as the pre-show as the pay-per-view and I think even better in my opinion. Ah, yeah, it was up there, it was up there. I, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Like I said, it's the best episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really great. So, let's start off with Jericho and MJF meeting at the gates. Uh, that was a uh, that was interesting <laughs> and thrown at us out of left field. Yeah, that definitely came out of left field. I, I didn't expect the interaction with him until at least like I don't know. Jericho either turned face or one of them turned face. Oh, that's true. They're heel and they're heel. both heel and heel. So and I'm really over here like, what is going on with that? Well, they had this nice little hypocrita attitude where they were basically, oh, you're the best, man. You're the best in praising each other. They both had the best matches of the night, apparently. Yeah, like, oh, you know, we lost our matches, but we're the best. I love how they tried to play that off, and it was just like, oh, my God, are they serious? Well, it's a great tease. I really do love it. Yeah, it seems like a good build-up for... For this kind of match, like they're gonna come after each other for something. Like somebody's gonna win something, and that person is gonna be the next in line to face that other, that other wrestler. I like how they were like, after they parted ways, they're like, "What a loser!" At the same time, both of each other. (laughs) So it's it's a great way to see like, oh, they're definitely setting up a feud for them. Hey, maybe we'll see a tag team feud between them. Hey, do you think that MJF would ever be part of the inner circle? Nah, MJF is his own entity. Entity. You're right. You're right, though. He, That's like two Jericho tried flashing. to get him into the inner circle at first, but they said. Oh, he did and, refuse. Uh, it's not that he refuses. That Tony Khan said that we're just gonna have MJF do his own thing. Oh, he well, didn't he play it off that he did refuse it though? Um, no, I'm talking you know, reality, not it? in. No, I know show you mean wise. reality. I'm talking about with. They never tried to no. introduce him into it, or even, I, like... I feel like this might have been their first actual interaction together. Okay. Well, I, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm I'm assuming mistakenly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but uh, moving on, we got the next matches. Jungle Express versus the Lucha Brothers. This was very pay-per-view worthy to me. Yeah, this was something I didn't expect. This was a match I could see going for a title. Yeah, this could have been a great tag team title match for sure. Like I, I could see this being a future tag team title match. Possibly, Uh, I see one of these two teams becoming tag champions very soon. Yeah. Um, not quite yet, but God bless whoever's next in line to get a tag team title shot because you know FTRs is gonna win. They're not going to let FTR lose those titles immediately. Yeah, that's true. They're going to be on it for a while. Well, for the night, I think that 
the Lucha Brothers showed a lot of power moves. They had, they were very surprising. They like, uh, Jurassic Express did dominate Ray and Penta, but for a lot of it, the Lucha Brothers showed a lot of like slap wars. They had, they have a they lot more tag, tag team teaming. moves they had good, together. Yeah, they had good tag team moves within each other. So, um, personally, I, I'm a fan of both these teams but i go all the way back with lucha brothers i am completely for them but yo how about pencil wearing those scorpion colors you know yo that's <laughs> shit dope he had maybe next week we can get uh looking ray phoenix wearing sub-zero colors oh, oh that'd be interesting well he he definitely rocked like the gold and yellow i mean sorry the gold white and black like the colors of aew yeah so absolutely, pretty dope absolutely to see him rocking those colors but yo even uh phoenix's mask it was all like skull and bones on his mask like uh skeleton faces oh very much so it's very like day of the dead it's a uh, very traditional mexican style they have a very old school style especially to the lucha dores that use that wrestle that oh, still yeah. wrestle to this day oh yeah there's a yeah. whole league Yo, there's a, yeah, there's a whole division I'm not even familiar with. Uh, a whole with that. nother world. <laughs> they have their own big divisions down in Mexico that yes. most people don't even know about. Um, but that's where we get them from. They're great. Uh, personally, I am a little upset that Jungle Boy did botch his spot. He slipped off Luchasaurus back when he went for a tag team move. Yeah, that was, you know, but hey, it they're in Florida and... Just to quote this, Saturday night, it was 117 degrees during that whole 21-man Casino Royale match. and That for whole Matt Seidel botch? Yeah, for people to fucking shit on that and I got people messing up, yo, you try wrestling 20 other men in 117 weather. I'd yep. like to see you fucking try. I don't want to see 20 men in a single room. That's just too much. Oh, a God. 20 by 20 like- <laughs> square space. And nah, that's people, too small of a space. People were like bitching. I'm like, you know, go stay under the bridge, you troll. You got nothing better to do than to hate, hate, hate because you don't appreciate. The. <laughs> but anyway, moving on to focusing on this match. Um, Jungle Boy did actually prevail. Personally. Oh, he did an amazing job. He was the high performer of the night, in my opinion, of all four. I don't think that uh, Luchasaurus is getting proper praise yet though we're not seeing the best of luchasaurus yet no but i think that they're definitely pushing jungle boy a lot further in the front line before they do it with luchasaurus so i agree with you on that part um how about when uh kingston came in cheering for uh was it the lucha brothers yo kingston was a proper very proper manager i'm not shocked by him being in this role I freaking he's, love him. He's, he's used he's, to this role from he's his better past than Heyman. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, he's better than some people. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I love the way his persona is. I love him a lot. I really, really fucking like him. He like came out with the butcher and the blade. And he's showing that they're actually a cohesive unit. Yeah. Or at least that he's trying to keep them as a cohesive unit. But hey, like when he came out with them, like. At the end of the match, mm-hmm. it ended up becoming that uh, Ray. What was it? Ray ended up doing the Canadian Destroyer to Penta by accident. Mm-hmm. So that was a good play on Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy got Ray for the pin for the win. And that's when Kingston 
started coming in with his boys and they were trying to be peacemaker for the Lucha Brothers because of that whole like thing that happened. Yeah, he's even the one saying that he's there for you when no one else is. Oh. He even said that he's there for them more than his wives. Yeah, That's he like did a little, say uh, that. He did say that. But he is right saying that they're brothers. They're brothers. They can't be acting like this. They can't be acting a fool. But I kind of want them to act a fool. I, well, he, I want he, that match. I kind of want that match. Eddie Kingston did call out Ray on his mistakes, quote unquote, mm-hmm. because of what happened on Saturday. And Penta was just like not having it. He was refusing to handshake. You know, Yo, Penta's that bull. I love that. Oh, I love he's, that about he's him. He's holding strong. When he's he, like, when nah, he man, sees red, he sees time. red. Yeah, and it's the second time that they do this because it did happen on Saturday where Ray, quote unquote, accidentally attacked penta mm-hmm. you know without intending to it was like a total like oh shit you know moment but um at the end they hugged it out uh, of course that he forced them to squash it but it doesn't seem like it's over yeah you can tell when there's that little tension in the air mm-hmm. that tension that tension can be covered with a knife well, let, let's talk about what that last comment was that kingston said oh my god i, I, I didn't, didn't catch it i did not realize that either until he said it uh, and he you know said, what? look up the rules. We actually kind of rewatched that match as well. And and he is right. Yeah. He, he was he, never he eliminated. He went under the ropes. He didn't go over the top rope. Right. So, uh, I know we have Lance a... Archer only pushed him off of him and he fell out. Yeah. And they just immediately gave Archer the win. But they, you know, I love this. I love this little slip up and build up. I feel like this was done on purpose. So, it was so my good. question oh my is God. would you rather see a Kingston versus Lance Archer match or to see who the true number one contender is? Or would you rather have a triple threat for the title? Who would be the triple threat? Oh. Archer, Moxley, and Kingston. Oh, man. You know, that, I don't know. I would love to see. Um, I would love to see Kingston against Archer, though. Okay. I think that would be a great like way a to nice show up. if Kingston does have what it takes because he's been sending out his little guys and his brothers, DK. You know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, DK brothers. Okay. Like, I feel like he's definitely doing that. Um, the devil whispering in your ear thing mm-hmm. and i'm like you know he talks a lot of good shit now let's see if he could talk the talk he could talk the talk can he walk the walk personally i'd like to see if they do a triple threat match because at that point kingston would have only been in three matches in aw it would oh, have been wow. his first match would have been a title match against uh cody his second match was going for a title match in the battle royale and his oh, third right. one would have been a would be if what I say would be actually true would be another title shot. So that shows a dominating enforcer there to me. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He told some good talk. So let's see if he can walk the walk. Like, I, I really like where he's going with it. I, now that you're pointing out those different things of how he's been involved, it's even more exciting to see how well he can perform because he's such a great performer talking and I love listening to him. He's so great. Hey, you know what? He's got that persona. He's got that tough guy attitude and he's a little sly, you know, like... Oh, very sly. And he's playing it off very nicely. I love everything about him so far. Let's see where we go with that whole group, though. Let's see if they're going to implode. 
What do you think of the? Would you give a? You want to give a rating for the night? Uh, uh, for the match? Yeah. I'd give that match about a seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a half. Yeah. Oh shit! I give it like an eight, eight and a half. Okay. Because. Okay. Both teams showed so much versatility and dominance in their moves. And I was like, oh, I know some of these moves. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really awesome to see. And it was great to see the little feud building up between Penta and Ray. Okay, nice, nice. So next, let's talk about Jake the Snake and Lance Archer. Oh, their promo was pretty good. Like, no. yo, Jake the Snake still got it. He hasn't skipped he still a got beat. It. It's so weird because when I met him, he seemed like he wasn't even there upstairs at all. <laughs> but it's like week in and week out, he delivers constantly great promos maybe he's just like that outside of his character because his character he he has a very good like shit talk like yeah, he's he... got a good demeanor and you know what they can back it up yeah you know like he even said that they came here to win they're going after the titles mm-hmm. what they do they back that shit up they did lance archer did win the whole thing and you know thanks to jake the snake and his fake snake (laughs) (laughs) he did manage to win quote unquote yeah now after the whole kingston thing now that we know about the kingston thing but um like he says everybody in the end everybody dies Mm -hmm. so let's see what happens with dana moxley yeah but oh my god lance archer speaks yeah, hey, you know what? <laughs> Not all advocates are there to just speak for their um, their clients. True. Put it that true. way. Yeah. Like, you I know? was waiting for a long time to see how Archer would actually start talking for himself. Uh, it was the only time. He didn't always have a manager figure in front of him. Yeah, true. There were times where he was just himself. I was just, I was very afraid of him being like another Lesnar. You know, where he just lets his manager do all the talking for him and doesn't do anything except, except just be a monster. And throwing people through ceilings. And uh, <laughs> Well, I love Archer a lot more than him. And I think Archer is such a great wrestler, entertainer, performer. He's a powerhouse, a force to be reckoned with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's very strong. and He's got that conviction that he can't be beat. Yeah, he's been he's been a freight train everywhere through the locker room in the ring everywhere. And they have actually announced that we're getting that title match on October fourteenth. So my question is: usually when we have a little bit of time between pay per views, mm-hmm. they tend to build up one episode of Dynamite to be like a, a free pay per view for the oh, actual. That's true. Yeah, for actually on TV AEW. on TNT. AEW delivers like that. They're so freaking awesome that way. So we're probably getting a mini pay-per-view live on TV on October 14th. Yep. Looking forward to the date. Save the date, guys. October 14th at, what is it, 8 p.m.? Oh, yeah. Always on 8 p.m. on TNT. And just so you guys know, this pay-per-view all out is still available all month for just $55. So if you guys... It was well worth it. If you guys are curious to see it, it was so well done. They have YouTube videos of highlights, but guys, I'm telling you, you have to see the actual pay-per-view. Like, see everything that everybody went through because the highlights that I've seen on YouTube have not displayed a lot of other things that have happened that were crazy and good, too. A lot of the highlights are choppy, too. You don't want to see oh, that. it was You want to get choppy. it the best po- quality possible. You have four hours of entertainment put into, like... 
48 minutes was it yeah, that we saw that's and not proper that's no you can't do that but i digress so next Moving we had on. matt hardy yeah matt hardy is out and about and speaking well he's healthy I'm so glad he's not able to compete yet he is on yes. the no compete list right now unfortunately but uh, I love that he came out and the first thing he did was like thank the fans that were there. He says it's nothing like it to have a live audience, and you know the fans were cheering and chanting Hardy, Hardy. Like you, saw, I saw a little tear in his eye. Yeah, you heard the deletes. I in saw the a little crowd. tear in his eye. I was like, oh, we love hey, you, man. Was, we love you. <laughs> it was building up inside of him. It was the first time that he's actually been in front of a live crowd. Like and there in front too, of them because during the pay per view match he was backstage. That's true. And it was wasn't he, it like um oh no that's right it was happening backstage before he got to so the he didn't really get to have his entrance yeah, proper and be properly introduced to the crowd. Oh that's so that's so sad but so he was so thankful and it sucks that he you know they said that due to the test that he did over the weekend he is at one hundred percent full recovery. But he does so, need to take some time off. He does need... He's not cleared to fight yet, right? So, my thoughts are, maybe we get him back by that October 14th date. Maybe, but, hopefully. But there is another pay-per-view coming up soon. That's on November 7th. That's going to be AEW Full Gear. Yeah. So, maybe they're going to let him just take time off, be with his family, and relax. Yes, I love he that deserves Rebby it. and his son were in the audience. Yeah, his, his third <laughs> child. Yeah, he was like... He was apologizing a lot for Saturday night because of what happened, and, and he, he apologized to her, to the fans, to the people watching at home because he acknowledged everyone. He he gave a lot of love back, and he was his natural Matt Hardy self. Oh, absolutely. He was just himself. He wasn't no, a character. No characters. He no wasn't bullshit. in character, so it was great to see him. Sometimes he doesn't need it. A lot of times yeah. he doesn't need it. He's just good and entertaining being him. Yeah, I mean, the dude had a freaking standing ovation <laughs> it was amazing jr announced that you know no one deserves better standing ovation than matt hardy after yeah. everything he's gone through so looking definitely looking forward to that the vendetta looks like it's over between him and guevara guevara is out on injury as oh, yeah. well so i'm glad that they're both okay and that they can make a recovery so they could come back because sometimes some of these accidents you can't come back. No, there's a lot of nonsense that goes on. and Very scary. Sometimes it's just not worth it. Yeah. So, so we have we have um, Matt coming back for, like, you know, hoping that everything will just be just as great. You know, and he still stick around for some character. We'll, we'll see him back in a month or two. Okay. We'll hope, we hope to see you back again, Matt. And healthy, speedy recovery. Yes, healthy, speedy recovery to you. Blessings to your family. So next we have Cassidy and Angelico from The Hybrid 2. Oh, you mean oil-glistened Cassidy? Freshly squeezed Cassidy? <laughs> you funny. Oh my God, he was so wet. I was like, oh. Made you he so wet. He wanted to glisten. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're the one that told me freshly squeezed. I'm like, I'm using them. I'm using them. <laughs> but yeah, this guy, Angelico, he's new to me. Um, You know, I've been watching him for a while. He was in... He's been in AEW since day one. I never really acknowledged him. Him and Jack Evans' tag team partner, who was on the outside. Um, he's Who's a, Jack Evans? <laughs> exactly. He's his tag team partner. He was on the Aww. outside. Um, he does. He's not clear to wrestle right now. He has a hairline fracture in his cheek. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Um, okay. 
but they haven't been on TV due to Corona. Okay, I see. And this that. pandemic, so they were yeah. they're from overseas, they're from the UK, so either UK or uh, Australia. I'm not too sure. Oh on right, that. right, they're over the pond. Yeah. Over the pond. <laughs> so they weren't allowed. There was travel restrictions. They weren't allowed to come back. So yeah. now they're set up in Florida, able to go back and forth whenever they need to. Yeah, yo, but listen, that those uh, those dancing submissions, though, oh, I, I gotta say, back he's and forth. he's putting up a good, he put up a lot of great submissions. I saw a lot of great submissions that he did on Cassidy. And you know what? I'm happy that they gave him some time to shine. They put him up against someone who's an up-and-coming star. Yes. So they knew people would have to be forced to watch him. Yep. And people constantly... You know what? They've been in the crowd for the past few weeks. Okay. You, I've seen them. They have neon and black colors. I'm not familiar with their so faces or, or looks, but... Um, I've been spotting them. I've been okay. wondering when they're going to use them and when they're going to start bringing them up. Hopefully, we see them both tag-teaming soon and getting up in those rankings now. Oh, maybe. But, I mean, I don't mind seeing Angelico right now on his own continuing to do this kind of thing and definitely be a good candidate to keep up the... Um, he could even compete for the TNT title. Hey, he could compete for... You know what? The way that he had this match going, it was very high impact. Yeah. Very fast-paced. Very. I don't think Brody Lee can keep up with something like that. Oh, so, uh, I'm, I'm throwing shade. I'm throwing shade. But, good um, point, good point. You know, I just forget. It is I a different forget. style. I forget Brody is the champion right now. Oh, like, oh it's just still a there. shocker to me. And I was just like, oh, man. But um, going, coming back to the match, it was really great to see the submissions between each other. And then, like, of course, Cassidy has his comeback and he shines again and he is far from being a sloth oh. at all. <laughs> I don't know what's rooms. happening. The sloth style is not shining through anymore. Hey, sometimes they have that one little moment of getting fast paced, you know. Uh, where, one little moment. He where had, they go, you know, they got to climb down the tree real quick. Uh, you know? He went from zero to <laughs> 16 three seconds he did he went zero sixteen three seconds and he 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 did so great he did the superman for the finish uh, oh yeah he, and he won and you know what that orange punch i love it oh the orange punch that's right because it's not superman punch it's the orange punch but obviously proud and powerful are not done with the best friends oh they're they, not because wait hey they even attacked cassidy first both of them just came out of nowhere and attacked cassidy that was crazy and best friends came out to defend him but I was just like, oh, snap, what is this feud going I, on? I'm shocked. I figured it would be over. I didn't think it would continue. I thought they'd actually give uh, Santana Ortiz someone new to work with. But, hey, they're keeping this feud going strong. And yeah. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking where we're leading up to. I mean, they probably pissed because, you know, their boy Jericho lost to Cassidy. So he's still they still getting beef, you know, with yeah. the best friends. And he is part of the best friends. Yeah, the inner circle's got a rep- inner circle. Yeah, yeah, very true. They did a lot of, uh, but you know, Chucky even called out. Like I, I decided to call Santana Ortiz Santis. Oh my god! <laughs> so t- you know, Chucky. You Bradgelina them. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did that. Um, Santis, I think, were like really great at their talk and smack. But yo, Chucky and Trent had a lot to say too, and they, you know, he's there to make Mama proud. And you know what? They ain't no slobs <laughs> on the mic. They might not show it every single week. Yeah. But yo, they got mic skills. Oh, they the do. Ass. I agree with you completely. Totally agree. I really like Chucky's shirt too. 
<laughs> I was waiting for them to turn down to a shirt. Oh my god, if you guys don't know, it is Chucky and Trent and Trent's mom. Sue. Sue in her van that Proud and Powerful recently destroyed. Off. They like destroyed that shit. And it was so great. And my favorite thing of the whole like ending of that was to have the three-way orange sandwich orange sandwich hug. <laughs> you see, I call it an orange crush. Oh, uh, you got the punny for the night. There you go. I'm puntacular. Um, but you are punny. Oh, let's that also was, but that, I love the way that they zoom out whenever they have their, their silly hug. It's so great. It's like the best thing from a big crowd, too. It's like the best. I, I miss the crowd. I miss hearing a big crowd with that. I am actually very excited to see the parking lot brawl next week between best friends that's and Santana right. Ortiz that's right they are having a match and it's a parking lot brawl parking lot brawl instead of this backyard brawl we gotta, uh, we gotta see we're taking it to the streets they wanted to do this back in the day like a few weeks ago but they had all the corona testing in the parking lot uh, so they weren't able to so now they finally brought a full circle and now we're actually able to get this match that they've been trying to build up yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to next week for sure. It's going to be actually on Thursday yep. instead of Wednesday on TNT. But either way, we look forward to watching it. Yo, any night, they'll get that million views like they did this past week. <laughs> yeah, they did that. Yeah, they will. Probably more. Hey, I'm also looking forward to seeing Orange Cassidy that match. It's a backstage brawl. Yeah, you but know, see like, what he there's does. There's no sanction. He's got to interfere somehow. I hope he has like another pool of mimosa ready. Parmi's hoping <laughs> he's just laying in the background with his thumbs up. Probably. I hope he goes back to the slot style a little bit, just a little bit. Just a little. Give us more of that slot style. We love him as a regular wrestler, but that slot style is what made him. That's true too. Like all that slow kick and the slow punches and the putting the hands in the pants. He's just so great. So, what would you rate this match? Ah, uh, you know what. It was different. It was fast-paced, but also submissive. I'd give this an 8. Yeah, yeah I'd okay. G- I'd give this an 8. I agree with you. Like, I'd give it a little bit of an 8.5, being that they had really good submission battles together. There okay. was barely any fuck-ups. There was a lot of great choreography. Very, very fluid. Very, very fluid match. I really liked them against each other. If Angelico I were doesn't to show rate to everything, be... including the segment at mm-hmm. the end... I give the whole part a nine. Yeah, okay, yeah. including the best friends coming out and the jumping of Cassidy, everything. Okay. Yeah. All right, I could agree with you with that. I nice, definitely agree nice. with you on that one. So, can we talk about the Young Bucks? Yo, oh my God. Poor Alex is like there to interview them and see how everything is going because of the fallout on knock, Elite. Knock. And it's a knock knock. Oh, no one's there, I guess. And. There's a super kick party. <laughs> and he didn't know he was invited. I love JR. JR just like called out. Alex was invited to the super kick party. I didn't even know it. <laughs> so um, oh, to man. me, this is actually them turning heel and signifying it more and more. Yeah. Alex Marvez was there to interview them. And basically they opened the door, super kicked him and just slammed the door. This is... To me, this is great because it's like they don't need to talk shit to show you that they're they're gonna fuck shit up. Yeah. So I'm I'm really digging this uh, heel turn they're doing. Yeah, and they did get fined five thousand dollars each. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. But, but they got a new book coming out, so that's gonna pay for it anyway. They got oh my goodness. <laughs> and they got that toy money now too. 
True, true. They got the figurines. Exclusive to Walmart, by the way. But, oh man, that was just so funny. Tony Khan himself has put a fine on the Young Bucks. Which only usually happens to a heel. Ah. Yeah, so that's not really something that a owner or general manager would do to face. Ah, okay, okay, I see. Well, I think that's great. I think it looks it looks promising to be great of their heel turn, and I'm I'm pretty excited. Oh, I'm very excited. All right, so we have Kip Sabian getting married soon. Yes, he finally came out to announce his best man. Was it Puff? Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. Before we actually get into who it actually was, right? <laughs> Some dude named fucking Puff. Don't know who this guy is. I gotta look him up. I said I was gonna comes look him up. Comes dancing I never did. out. I'm like, what in the world? Well, first of all, I love how Kip Sabian came out with Penelope and that they were about to announce the best man, but yet he took the microphone away from Tony and calling him Timmy. Oh, poor little Timmy. That, that was so messed up. So, Kip Sabian is showing to be a like pretty good heel. Um. Great mic But work. yeah, dude, oh my god, this Puff guy coming out of nowhere, what in the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I love his jolly little dance, though, that he came out with. He was so fluffy and, like, He was giggling. very fluffy. He was very like, yeah, I'm coming on. He's like, no, listen, no, no, no. You're the best for subscribing. To his Twitch. To his Twitch channel. And we were all like, oh, he had him dismissed. We're going to keep going with this Twitch angle, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, because he, he is promoting his Twitch a lot. He's been the one promoting it the most, yeah. especially during the shows. He's always on the sidelines promoting his Twitch. But what about the next person he that came out the for The birthday that? boy. <laughs> I was like, what the mullet? It was a birthday mullet. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's I'm, his mullet, and he can cry if he wants to. I'm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. You said it, not me. <laughs> Um, Brian Pillman Jr. Mm-hmm. I'm very unfamiliar with this guy. His dad's a legend. He's okay. coming around more and more now. He's completely... I believe they signed him officially. Ah, but, um, okay. Yeah, they gave him the... He's got another new face in the company. Hey, they're building a strong brand. That's all they need to do. They are. And a lot of, good, a lot of great legends coming into it, too. And um, he was telling him he's the best comma man and it's making him kind of like a stalker. So I thought it was pretty funny that he's like that. He's just like, we're not friends. We're not friends. But yeah, like, and then we got, you know, him to say again, now again for the best man. And it was... Miro. Fucking Miro! I mean, I only knew him as Rusev. So I was like, it's fucking Rusev. I'd say 99% of the world knows him as Rusev. Listen, I hated that guy so much. I couldn't tell you how much I hated his character. Oh, I absolutely loved and it. And as Rusev. He and was I such was, a great heel. Oh, that's the thing. When you have, when you're a heel and you get a people to, like, I loved hating him. I loved hating him. I hated his character. I hated everything he represented. But he, he gave a great persona. And I'm just so glad to see him be Miro and be something that you have constantly told me. This is what he used to be. This is how he started, what he was. 
and yo it was so great to hear everybody going miro day <laughs> miro day <laughs> yo and you know what look he has blonde hair now he has mm-hmm. a mustache he looks great he looks trim he looks, he looks trim. very great i think he looks, he looks happy good. he looks relieved and free he looks very free yeah, I mean, you know what? Being free, he's now taking shots at his old company. <laughs> yes, he is. He called them out. He's like, you could take those brass knuckles and shove them up your ass. That proverbial brass ring mm-hmm. with a glass roof. Oh, I love it. I love the way he just looked deadpan at the camera and just fucking gave it. Hey, gave you it know what? All. He's all elite, so why yep. wouldn't he give it his all? He said, elite recognizes elite. And he accepted being Kip Sabian's man. I had no idea that he has a Twitch, so I need to add him. Yep, he's got a Twitch. His wife comes in from time to time, distracts him, which she's very distracting. <laughs> I mean, it's Lana. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. You know, um, those legs. I mean, <laughs> wow. Just Lana in general. <laughs> but yeah, I love he ended it with saying, I am all elite. Which is what we needed the crowd was going wild we, that was i think that was the wildest the crowd went other than matt hardy coming it, it, back. yeah absolutely like that was the um, loudest you know what? I've the main them. event they got pretty loud they got really really loud yeah, the main true. Event. That, but that was that's we'll talk that's about that coming later. up soon <laughs> uh, um what do you think about hangman's interview oh my gosh <laughs> well first of all He's so sad and drunk, and he sounds like shit. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, I, I was, I was shocked." Tony was interviewing Hangman Page, and Hangman was, of course, drinking his whiskey. They had a lot of great photo recaps, and you know, Tony is like, you know, he's he's telling, he's talking to Tony like, you know, you would as a professional, but Tony's like, "Come on, let's be honest." Let's be honest. And he had him really, you know... Break down like a break therapist. Down and he... Yo, he said the <laughs> he, right words and he just word vomited it all out. He even blames himself and he's taking the fault for FTR becoming number one contender. Yeah. And becoming the champs. Yeah. He fucked up. He, yeah. He admitted it. But... He went into a very sad rant, though. Like, wow. A, a very sad, drunken rant. Yeah. But... We're not used to seeing drunks like that on TV. We're used to seeing good times, parties, people drinking it up, living it up. No, we're seeing the dark side of it. We're actually seeing the dark side of it, and I kind of like that. Yeah, I like uh, that he's admitting, you know, that it was almost inevitable that they were falling apart, but he takes blame for everything. He takes blame for the Young Bucks going, you know, losing. He blames himself for the fallout with Kenny. Yo, he thinks that the Elite can still get back together. Yeah. I don't know about that. Not yet. It's too early for that. No, he's he's having that hopeful wishing. I didn't think that they would have him go with this kind of thing. Uh, kind of... The sad drunk on... The sad drunk story. Yeah, the pity party. You know, I'm like, it, oh my god. <laughs> I totally didn't see that coming, but I'm liking it. I have some wishes for where we could see him down the road. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, who builds people back up in this company? Oh, well, no. Um, what, no, what that stable? Be, that could be many people. Um, that's one stable I'm thinking of, and that's the Dark Order. You see a Ooh. drunk man on the side who's very talented, who's throwing a pity party. Call him out. Uh, I mean, not call him out, but I think maybe give him an offer. Well, jo- invite join the, him. In. Join him. Join the Dark Order. Hashtag join Dark Order. Evil Uno has been displaying a lot of welcoming lately. They, they're trying to get a lot of people in, so why not build up a crowd? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But that's what a cult does. A cult comes, they find weak people, they prey on them. Yeah. They get them to join. Yeah. So that they can show their dominance in the company. Yeah. And uh, what do you think about that for 30 minutes? He said he heard nothing. Oh, wow. That's right. He said during the pay-per-view match that he felt like he heard nothing for 30 minutes straight. And the crowd was just waiting for this to happen. And I'm, I was like, wow, dude. That's how, kind of strong. How inebriated were you? Uh, yeah, yeah, the only time I don't hear anything is when I'm blacked out. <laughs> yeah, so th- could it, could you say, like, probably he was all messed up? I mean, he did show a lot of the sluggishness that during the match. He it was did, showing he was sloppy. It did end with him face-planting right onto the yeah. mat when Kenny Omega went up to him. Yeah, that's right. He, like... Tried to help him up. He's like, no, screw you. He almost attacked him with a table on Saturday. And it was just like, nah. But, um... Hangman is really... Off the deep end. He's in the deep end of the <laughs> bottle. <laughs> I think. Like the fifth bottle of the night. <laughs> yeah, like, how about that shot that like completely disappeared when they just panned to two pictures and came back to them? Oh, man. <laughs> if he really drinks that fast... God I thought bless that, was that liver. Funny. Bless that, that liver. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Bless that liver. And I love that Tony. Uh, what's his last name? How do you say his last Shivani. name? Shivani. Tony Shivani. Skiavone, if Tony- you ask Jericho. Oh my god. <laughs> Tony Shivani was just like hang in there to hangman, and I thought that was just a cute play on words. Nice little pun. Funny. I know you love those puns. I love punnies. <laughs> so the next match. Yes. Was the inner circle Jericho and Hagar? Yes. Versus Joey Janela. Yes. And Sonny Kiss. Yes. In a no DQ match. Yes. I loved this match. I feel like this was worth more pay per view kind of watch I, to me personally. Pay per view worthy. I think this is definitely pay per view worthy. Uh, you know what? This some is something that seems like it should have had a bigger build up. We had a one week's build up. Sonny came out. She beat up a. Well, she attacked uh, Jericho yes. in the inner circle for beating up on Janela last week. Yes. She saved them. She actually tossed Hagar out of the Battle Royal. So yeah. there was some heat there. Yeah. So I kind of... And then Janela had the whole... Yeah, you're right. You just said that. That Janela had the whole feud with Jericho and she and Sonny came out to help. I'm just not used to this quick of a build-up. Put it that way. But man, they showed a lot of great moves that night. Uh, you know, Wednesday night. They showed a lot of... Um, they started out with Jericho versus Janela. And Janela's that bad boy. He went and grabbed that chair immediately. Yeah, and I love how, like, Sonny came in and they double-teamed it to Jericho. Like, they both, like, they did the Z-double-team. <laughs> Yo, they were in the Janela zone. They, oh, my gosh. They were. They were. And they kissed and they, and Jericho ended up kissing his ass. And then I was like, yes. <laughs> but um, I love that even Sonny hit Hagar off of the ring. And it was cute how they have this weird pose where it's just like... Uh, that upside down weird upside pose. Upside down split. Janela went, <laughs> suck Janela. it. Yeah, it was, I thought it was very cute though. I like their little funny pose. Um, But yeah, they showed a lot. Like they were going back and forth. They were using chairs. They... Yo, Janela got his back clipped on the leg of one of the chairs. Oh, man. Yeah, he caught it, like, right on the edge of the leg of the chair. Like, right on the, on the very end of the leg. 
And that was a little scary, but, you know... Um, hey, that's what happens. He's used to worse than that, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. So, with, um... If you want to talk about the chair, talk about that table spot. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jake, Hagar, and Jericho ended up setting up the table. And, you know, it looked like Jake was about to get Janella onto it, but Janella managed to escape. And, you know, um... <clears throat> that's when Janella got Jericho into a chair and Hagar and Sonny like start going at it and you know it was it was getting crazy for me the match was just getting it was building up to get better and better it as it was going on it was absolutely a great build up yeah um I love that when Hagar was coming at you know the bomb move to Sonny he ended up defending with using a garbage can and Jericho outside just going at it with um, Janela. Uh, Hagar was like throwing uh, Sonny into the table. Like, did he throw him into the table? Um, slammed him. Didn't. He's, oh, he yeah. slammed him onto the didn't table. Didn't break her okay, anything. Okay, okay. And uh, but yo, like he, uh, Sonny managed to come out of nowhere. Ends up dive bombing on both Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, yo, you got those moves. Use those moves. He, I love that Sonny has shown he's gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. She, he, I'm sorry if I'm using the pronouns incorrectly. Um, but I love that Sonny has been showing such a great, great growth. Oh, absolutely. Like, one of her best showings. Sonny has some fucking talents, man. Since she, as she went up against Cody, I feel like. She's so, she's grown. Oh gosh, she's so pretty. Like I can't. I. It's hard. You just want her ass. I. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I will do a million squats till I get that butt. But I. <laughs> but even to have that versatility and stamina that she carries is also just as amazing. Because I think she's a. She's showing to be a really great performer. Uh, they made her out to be a power performer throughout the match. Actually, definitely, definitely. Um, there was a point where Janela got knocked out of the match. She got put through that table. Yeah, he did. He ended yep. up going through. And he got the chair and the table. Yeah, hey, he's taking it all ends. Yeah. But, um, during he that time. He showed a lot of, like, aggression, too. He was like, nah, don't, you can't push me around for long, you know? I like that they're putting him up with Jericho. It's yeah, about time, yeah. Yeah, he deserves it. They put him with Moxley, now they put him with Jericho. It's it's good, it's good. He's yeah. growing. Um, He's coming far from the indies. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. But... It was kind of it. It kind of sucks though. Jericho had to go and use a freaking fire extinguisher. I'm like, oh. Yeah, at least Sunny was able to take on both Jake and Jericho by herself. Yo, she did amazing. I, I can't. Jericho lie. had look. Jericho had to cheat to beat them. Put it that way. Yeah. I mean, it's technically not cheating because there's no DQ. It was a no DQ though, so he was able to, to blind do her. It. Yeah. So Jericho used a fire extinguisher on her, and Jake Hagar takes the pin, and his music plays. And, yo, I can't with his music, I'll be honest. His music sounds like it's saying, I got a, I got a pocket full of herb. I got a pocket full of herb. And I'm, like, just thinking of the day, back in the day, where he got caught with possession of marijuana. So it just, I know that's not what they're saying, but... um you know, it's like, it was just so funny. And I was just like, just change your song, dude. Please change your song. I wish he had a better song. I don't know. I feel like he should have, like, something that's more rock. Like, in the rock genre instead of rap. I don't know. You know what? The way that Jericho has his rock song, Santana Ortiz has their kind of rap song. Yeah. 
Um, I don't even know what kind of song Guevara has anymore because he always comes out during the commercial breaks. Yeah, true, true. Like he just has this own little thing that happens Sammy when Guevara. they do the side by side uh, viewing when they go to commercial break. Actually, but remember. um, I can't lie, I did love Jericho's tantrum because I love when Jericho throws a tantrum. He's oh, the best tantrum maker on. ever. Besides uh, Dave Lagreca, he's the best tantrum maker. <laughs> He was so funny. He was just like calling out the tag team. He called out FTR. He calls out everyone. He called out a lot of people, but like he says, you know, the champion and the human brick wall, no one to be fucked with, like for sure. So they're going for the tag team titles. So yeah. it seems. Looks like they're coming. They I think they're become- making a good. Uh, they're making a good team. I think they make a great team. They're the powerhouses of their. Do you think they're a better team than Santana and Ortiz? That's hard. I don't know. They both Santana and Ortiz have shown that they're great tag team partners, but Hagar and uh, Jericho, it's kind of like it's kind of like a guy and his partner. You know, like they. I don't know. A guy and his dinosaur. (laughs) Oh, a boy and his dinosaur. It kind of feels a little bit like that to me, where it's like Hagar is his dinosaur and Jericho is similar to like Jungle Boy's demeanor, where he's like the, he's the face of it, and he's yeah. also the face of Inner Circle. Fake facts. So, um, I'm really looking forward to this like feud that's going on. They sound like they're doing really great with everything, and well, let's just hope that we get that proud, powerful Jake Hagar and Jericho match. That's all oh, I'm hoping for. Oh, you think that they're going to be against each other I mean, at some if, point? If they're all in the rankings, they got to eventually face each other to oh. see who's the one contender. Oh, okay, okay. Put it that way. Oh, wow, all right. I, I could see that happening. That would be very exciting. That goes another division in a group of people. Mm-hmm. Go to show you. You know, sometimes things don't always work out. <laughs> sometimes things got to crumble and fall. Yeah. But you know what? Doesn't mean that they're going to break. So, what would you rate this match? Uh, I give this like an eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like this match a lot. I love the build up. I love them showcasing showcasing Sunny Kiss. Yes. Um, I love that they showcase the Inner Circle actually being what the Inner Circle is. Yeah. A lot of freaking cheaters. (laughs) Yeah. And you know what? There was a lot of great moves. Not any botches, really, from what I could tell. No, Um, they were very fluid. Hager actually came off very strong. Very, um, I agree with that. He, he finished the match with the Sambo, su- Sambo Suplex. Yes. Which, that's rock bottom, for those that don't know. <laughs> but, uh, yo, he hit it, and Sunny just I folded it in half. Like, Yeah, she she did the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> she kneeled him. I'm like, oh, she kneeled him, yo. Like, she was like, not today. But I I like this build-up. I like the way it went. I go eight and a half. Eight and a half, okay. Yeah. I could agree with you on that. I say the same thing, eight and a half, maybe almost a nine, just because I loved how much uh, Sunny has been showing how she's not, she's another one that you shouldn't even like second guess and, and fuck with her. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the future. I want to see where they're going to lead this to. Yeah, definitely. So next we ended up seeing MJF kind of go off the deep end. <laughs> that way <laughs> oh man mj uh, mr maxwell jacob friedman yes he came in with his speech and he started going crazy and he blamed the campaign for everything everyone he gave blamed everyone in yeah. the campaign he, he kicked everyone he freaking out. fired everybody 
Um, what was that woman's name that one that always smiling? He's like, now you're finally smiling. Oh man, I actually forgot her. I name. I forgot her name. But he sucks for yelling at her and being such a chauvinistic pig. I'm happy he didn't boy. yell at his gum boy though. Oh yeah, happy he didn't yell at his gum boy. But you're okay with him yelling at the girl like very Look, sexist it, fucking. I mean, he's reminding us of a current certain person that's unfortunately running this country so i like that little um oh i love that i love like how he has this kind of like you know can um sorry campaign not candidate <laughs> hey campaign's over Put yeah it that way now but yeah even so, uh blame wardlow yeah he did and yo wardlow even said something you and... know last week you said something about wardlow way he was staring at that belt i'm saying your wardlow's starting to stand up for himself he's not taking it doesn't look like he wants to take moxley uh, oh sorry excuse me not moxley he doesn't want to take mjf shit anymore no, he's kind of breathing down his neck breathing breathing down his neck he he's like, breathing down his forehead yo like <laughs> he's, he towers mjf so much but yo mjf just continued to insult him and he's like you know he's like a war dog yo and he's like, yo, Tony, Tony Khan doesn't write your checks, I do. So I'm like, oh. Yo, so uh, what happens when he quits and Tony Khan gives him a contract? Yo, I, oh, that's a great idea. I think that would be a great buildup for him to be able to <clears throat> have his own person. Because I would love to see Wardlow shine just as much as Archer. But, I mean, I would love to see him against Archer. I'd love to see him against Hagar. Like I said, that's the match I want to see. Archer versus He's a big dog. Wardlow. I would love to see him against Moxley. Oh, yeah. You know, he did cost MJF the match on Saturday. So he, you know, even though he blames him, MJF continues to threaten Wardlow and his family and saying that you need me, you know. Does he? But... I don't know. He doesn't. I Wardlow don't think does he really does. Him. No, no, no. I think that once Wardlow has like this, hey, I'm not your little boy toy anymore. I have no strings. You can't hold me down. And he just like goes on his own. Does MJF need Wardlow though? I don't think MJF needs him, but I do like that his character has been using and abusing people the way he's been delivering this campaign persona, as we say. Hey, if there's a fallen order, maybe MJF gets another muscle. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. I don't know if he would. Maybe he would go be on his own. He deserves to be his own man as well, like Moxley. Hey, Moxley had a great promo, too. Speaking of, that was the next one. Yeah, but, well, Moxley knows now he's facing Archer. Yeah, he's like, so, son of a bitch. He... <laughs> He had enough on his plate, he said. He was watching from backstage. Yeah. And who beats everybody in the Royal Rumble? Well, sorry, Battle Royal? Lance Archer. Yup. And, yo, Archer and them, I love the way this is coming together now. It seems organic. It seems great. Mox is going to be that bulldog, as usual. Yeah, Going definitely. on, going on, and going on. But, um... Yo, he has such great speech. Like, these guys are, like... They're behind everything they say. They don't get a script. They don't get anybody talking to them in their ear about anything. They are freestyling everything they say. And it's amazing that Moxley delivers the way he does. And, and they're I feeding mean, off each other very nicely. Yeah, they have a very good banter back and forth. Great chemistry. Really good. Really good heel to heel. And Well, Moxley is a, is a neutral, but 
I don't know, Moxley always comes off as heel to me. He always has that, like, attitude that he's just no one to be fucked with. And he's a great person. Um, he notices, though, things are not getting easier. That he is, you know, um, Archer is a big contender. And he's a threat. And he's a threat, yeah. I don't... I think Archer only has one loss so far, and it's to Cody. Oh, wow. So... Okay. Let's see what Let's happens see. with that. Who would you want to win that match? Between Moxley and Archer? Yeah. Man, I mean, it'd be dope to see uh, Archer win the belt. But I think Moxley's going to hold on to it for a while. I think he has a lot of conviction that he was not going to lose. And let's see how he does against this Murderhawk. Because, I don't know, the Murderhawk has been going crazy. So I, I, I expect, uh, I would love to see, like... Archer basically go in on Moxley and just destroy Moxley. Moxley's just like bleeding out and doing all these crazy things that Archer's doing to him, but still win. Okay, okay. I would personally, like to see I kind of want to see Moxley finally lose. I love it. Yeah, to I, Archer though. Yeah, and you know what? I'll put it this way: they I don't know. <laughs> they have put Moxley up against so many monsters so far. True. And he's right; they are getting bigger and bigger. They are against Brody Lee. Now he's against King Koopa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's the braid, bro. I think it's the braid. It's the red braid. It just reminds me of the red mohawk. And it reminds me of the um, John Leguizamo's version of the Mario Brothers. But so far, to me, it seems <clears throat> like they keep building up all these heels to lead them nowhere, to lose every single time. And to him. I mean, I get it. He's legit the face of the company right now. He's your champion. Yeah. But... Yo, but he talks the best smack, you know. Yeah, he, he delivers does. a lot. He does. He. He's but if he's sneaky. at this point now, I want to see him when he's hungry, when he's actually going for that belt. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, that's right because he did come in. He got the belt pretty soon. Very quick. So right now he's been how the how long has he been? Uh, excuse me. <laughs> two hundred and eighty something days. He's been or holding some the belt like for two hundred eighty something days. Okay, so. I could be I mistaken. Mean, I don't know anymore. <laughs> that could have been uh. Kenny Omega and Hangman with their titles. Ah, okay. That's true, because he was part of a group before. Yeah. But well, I think that his promo was really great. I loved it. Absolutely. And he delivers every single time to me. For um, sure. So, how about uh, Fear the Revelation coming out? Like, totally introducing them. I love it. And he's actually the one that mentioned that it was 117 degrees in the ring that night. And it was a 30-minute match. 30 minutes? Yeah, I couldn't. I can't can't do three minutes. (laughs) I can't do three minutes walking up the block. Oh, my God. Like, at all. I I can't breathe in three minutes for 117 degrees. We're in New York. We don't ever get 117-degree days. No. The most we get is, like, 110 like and that's on a bad heat wave. Yeah. This, this summer, I don't even think we hit a hundred. I think we hit one o three. One day, maybe. There was a just there one. was a lot of hot days and oh, you don't remember that heat wave in July, baby? Like, no, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yes, it was. It was bad. We was inside all day. <laughs> but you know, um, thankfully everyone was safe. No one had heat exhaustion. Everybody had obviously everybody showed excellent health and stamina, being that they did it for this long. So, coming back to FTR, I kind of like how they've been calling out everybody all night. They called out SCU for being old. They called out uh, the Lucha Brothers. They called out the Lucha Brothers cosplay. Uh, oh, he called them 
Oh no, he called uh, Jurassic Express cosplay Tarzan and a dinosaur, which I thought that was funny. See, since he's calling out everyone, mm-hmm. well, they're calling out everyone. I see them as being neutral. They're down the line. They're not a face. They're not a heel. They're just going after whoever they need to go after. Yeah, because they even came at. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. They even came at Billy Gunn and his son. You know, I, I'm like, yo, they just. They're just looking for trouble, you know? They're looking to see who's gonna, like, try to get back at them. So they're showing a lot of this dominance I haven't seen in them. Like, they've been showing it a little bit, but I don't know. They're showing that they could be a pretty good team right now. I'm, I'm liking them a little more each week. And, uh, yeah. My favorite thing with Billy Gunn yeah. is that they said that he's in the second-rate Hall of Fame. Oh, that's right. That bird. Yo, that oh I feel bad for him. He gets the shit on the stick from that company. He gets the shit on <laughs> the stick in this company. Yeah, uh, that's true. But he does a lot of great things backstage for the company itself yeah. right now. But it looks like we're getting FTR vs Jungle Express next week. Yeah, they definitely Lucha Soros and Marco Stunt came into the ring and started like going at them. And while Jungle Boy was watching so diligently, oh, he was just standing there. He. He's like, I'm going to let you guys do everything. Dude, what you talking about? He was like on the top ropes. He was on the tarm buckle. Yeah, I feel like, like he wasn't doing much. I was like, is he going to jump them? Legit, like li- literally jump them? Man, I'm just, I got really excited when Luchasaurus went for that double choke slam though. Oh, that was, that was very exciting. I was like, oh, this is a preview of what's to come. Uh, FCR managed to get away. And, and of course, Marco Stunt ends up just tossing their cooler on top of them. Oh, that was so funny. Yes, FTR and Tully were outside the ring and they poured ice all over them. So that was really great to see. Um, yeah, and then, you know, it was uh, Luchasaurus, Marco Stunt, and Jungle Boy. And they even invited Private Party up and everyone who got called out to come get some cake. Everybody and they ended up stealing everybody's cake. They stole their cake that they won. <laughs> So they didn't get to have that cake and eat it too, I guess. No, they didn't. No. Nah. But here's a good thing. Next week, if Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy do win, yeah, they get a tag shot, a tag title shot. True, true. So let's see what happens with them. Let's see if. Love the build up. Um, I wonder if uh, Penta and Ray Phoenix will even come into play and make them lose. Hey, Maybe they could interfere. I hope. I hope. I hope. Let's see. So that one was a fun thing to see you know what was fun for me it was a good it was a great promo you know it's always fun for me what seeing ricky starks making fun of darby oh out. my freaking god <laughs> emo darby coming out full Yo, full-fledged with him super emo darby you saw the sad AKA faces on his chest ricky starks i love the sad faces on his chest and i love the giant sad going down his mm. chest i was like oh my gosh like He's totally mocking Darby in the best way. I really hate this guy. So he's doing a really good job as a heel to be annoying and, his and arrogant. get better and better. Yeah, he came out with like saying, you know, that he's the absolute Starks. And, you know, he's calling out Darby of being either relentless or reckless. Yeah, this company is filled with people who just know how to give promos. Yo, they are very good at delivering everything, especially their character, their attitude, their demeanor. It was really great. Um, I was honestly really sad to hear that Darby was actually out for a dislocated pinky. Y- you know what? I'm fine with <laughs> it because that gives him maybe two, three weeks out. Yeah. So that means by that big October show, yo, we got a little showdown coming I- up. I'm hoping that he comes back full recovered and he comes back at Ricky Starks because Ricky Starks is 
Yo, he's mocking him hard. He's pushing them buttons, and he, he knows how, what to do. Yep. He called out his dislocated pinky. He called out all his emo bullshit and this and that. And of course, that's the one moment that Taz is on commentary. Oh, <laughs> Taz the is only, only ever on commentary when one of his boys For his boys. Out. But it was funny to hear him on there, too. So overall, these four promos, like, for the night were really great because they have me, like, really excited for next week. I didn't even realize that we just got promo after promo after promo. You just the made way, me realize that. The, like, way that the, <laughs> the way the show was structured, yeah, it, it just flowed really quickly and really nicely. It was very fluid. It felt we very had organic. Great, yeah, there was a few times where some of the matches were picture-to-picture view, but they did really well with how they had the promos be such a great highlight. Like, most promos that I see from other companies are not nearly as wonderful as I've seen so far in AEW. There's no emotion behind them. It's, no, I, well, it's for like me, you there's can tell complete, there's a stick. No, I there's, mean, there's complete emotion. I will disagree. I would think that there's complete emotion behind AEW's promos. I'm, I mean the other company. Oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah. my bad. I'll take yeah. that back. Um... Yeah, but I feel like everything is so generic. It's very, you know, fed into your ear in the other company. And it's Whereas blind. here in AEW, these guys are legit just like freestyling everything they're talking and about. And speaking from the heart. Yep. I love it 100%. Alright, so next up we have the Ty Conti versus Nyla Rose match. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, like Vic. <laughs> I, you know what I love the most about that? What's that? Vicky. Excuse me! I love her t-shirt. <laughs> the Vicious Vixens. Oh, my God. I need that shirt in my life, babe. Point blank. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Yeah, yeah. Um, hint, hint. Oh, my God. It was really great, though. But um, to the match with, Ta- with Conti uh, doing a lot of these submissions, uh, I, was, I was pretty impressed. I was impressed by her. I mean, to think that she was actually released from a company... Yeah. Just because of the way that she talks is foolish. That That's a shame. Because yeah. she showed that she's a great uh, performer and she's a great wrestler. And I really li- I really liked her really trying to be brave and going against um, the Native Beast. Hey, look. Nyla was dominating most of the match, but Conti had her moment to shine. Yeah. She really did. Like, throughout yeah. the whole commercial break, she did shine completely. They had a good picture-in-picture ring. Like, I did not even want to watch commercials at all because the match was so good. It kept me very intrigued. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, at that point, it seemed like she had the upper hand. Yeah, until Nyla comes out of nowhere and starts biting her fingers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's beast. <laughs> yeah, but, yo, they had a really good back and forth with that. Very good. And, uh, they, like, it was great. Nyla won. Mm-hmm. And Vicky came out, you know, doing yeah, a lot that of beast everything. bomb on her, yeah. Yeah, that's true. She did the beast bomb on her, right? And um, yeah, Vicky coming out with excuse me, giving her praise, but yeah, I love that Vicky didn't even need to interrupt or well, interfere in the match, and Nyla was dominating, and she, she still didn't in- interfere. No, she did interfere. She didn't need to, but she did. I feel like at some point Vicky did interfere. I just said she didn't beginning. need to, but she oh, does. Oh, 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 oh! I get you. Okay, my bad. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> that's, that's what I loved. Like she's yeah. just that pure heel villain persona. Yo, I hated her in the other division. I love her in this. I love that she's 
<clears throat> she's not oversaturating her old character either. She's be- she seems like she's just being herself at this point, and she's just being a bitch like she knows how to be. And yo, girl knows how to cut a promo. Yeah, but yo, how about Sheeta coming out of nowhere to attack Nyla Rose? I mean, yo, we're getting that title match. She is an number one contender. Uh, did, well, didn't she win it from her? Yeah. Maybe Nyla Rose could win it back. I would love to see Nyla Rose it, back with the title. Belt. She deserves that belt. I do. Too. I think I agree with you too. That the was way definitely that she a great lost match. It was not the way I expected. So, what would you give this match? What would you rate this one? I'd give this a seven and a half, eight. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would give it. I would give it a seven because okay. of, uh, you know, it was it was a little short, but short and sweet did the job. You know, you make me a point. <clears throat> that's all you need, right? Yeah, you know, they they have a good little banter back and forth, but I definitely see that they're building Nyla Rose back up so that she could have a title shot for the next, for the, for the title, the women's title. Hashtag she deserves it. Yes. Agree with you a hundredfold. So, um, speaking about people deserving things, what about Kenny Omega saying that we're getting that singles run that we deserve from him? Oh, you know, he, yeah, he had his interview with JR. And, you know, he mentioned a lot about, like, you win some, you lose some. But he's been doing this for 20 years. And, you know, he thought he lost his way and he found Hangman. But, you know, he thought he found a path. But he saw, you know, that, no, there's something else happening for him. You see, for everyone saying that we're getting the cleaner, mm-hmm. he didn't have that kind of demeanor. He was no? he was very calm. He seemed very... Maybe this is the calm before the storm? Uh, uh, damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just but, saying. But, uh, let's see. Maybe he will be just a face, and then he needs to get pushed off the cliff, or super kicked off the cliff. <laughs> oh, gosh, hopefully not. He did mention about, you know, he was in the best of the tag teams. He's glad for the experience from it. And he, you know, he wants to reconcile with Matt and Nick. But it doesn't seem like that's really going to happen. Nah, he has his own goals and his own dreams. Yes, definitely. And he's going to go back into singles action. So, you know, JR asking him what's next for Kenny. I hope it's the cleaner. Yeah. I hope it's the cleaner. I hope this is the calm before You and the rest of AEW. (laughs) The whole universe is waiting for this. I like this interview. It was a nice little like a little good. different from um, Hangman Page's interview for sure. I'll put it this way: Hangman Page seemed like he was in a therapy session. Kenny <laughs> Omega seemed like he was just there to give facts and give his side of the story. Yeah, yeah. I see. Like he had a very proud um, demeanor demeanor about himself that he's like yo i thought i found a way and i don't think it was so i'm finding that uh, put it this way he's straight off the path that he knows so well yeah and And maybe he's coming back to his roots hey let's get him in those singles rankings with everybody swapping up different rankings where they're gonna be like yo we got a lot of switch-ups yeah aw delivers those switch-ups really well so i'm really liking the plots and twists i have the plot turns and twists so it's uh you know for me the plot thickens. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to talk about that uh main event? Oh that my main goodness, event Dustin Rhodes versus somehow Brady. Dustin did better than his own brother. Yo, Dustin delivered a thousand and twenty-seven percent. I don't know why that number, but it just felt right. I like that number. 
Um, uh, yo, put it this way. He did crazy. He did. He was phenomenal. He destroyed him outside the ring before yeah, the match atta- even started. He attacked Brody. Throwing him to the stairs and to the, yep. the guardrails. Um, he proved why he's been in the business for 32 years and why he's still thriving. Yo, he has shown... I feel like he has shown so much of his... What he can do as opposed to the way I've seen him in the other division, that they really, like, undermined him there. And I was just... I thought he was a sloppy... Not a sloppy. I felt like he was just a slow old man, and he's far from that. See, I see that he he has adapted his style to the kinds of new... Like, he has that power style of Very modern, yeah. But, like, mixed with a little bit of modern-day stuff. I love it. Um, He was a powerhouse that night. It shocked the living hell out of me i expected this to be another uh cody situation yeah. done one two three no nah, yo he has vengeance the and moment he, he jumped him yep. yo I, he's like I was i'm like, doing right. this for my family i was at the edge of my seat yo how about his makeup though oh I lo- the i'm loving blue the blue and black is beautiful I'm with the hint of red that. it looks so dope it's like yo he went from hot to cold like <laughs> he ain't he ain't fucking around anymore. He's this new persona, this new... Yo, he was an animal trying he to get to him. He was crazy. He was very aggressive to him. He did such an amazing job, too. And Dustin's been doing this for 32 years in the business. You know, like, it's crazy. It's really crazy. Yo, I love how he super kicked John Silver with the <laughs> title in his face. Yo, that was really great. John Silver did sacrifice himself for Brody. But and, and he's my favorite. Does for the boss. But yeah, yo, Dustin dominated Brody. He did the, he did so many of these different moves. The hashtag of the night was Do versus NF, and uh, I really like that. Um, I like that he actually hit the crossroads in honor of Cody. Yo, oh my gosh. Well, I was going to mention the 20 punches that uh, they were going at each other because it was really great. The crowd started counting, but by the time you got to that's 10... something you haven't heard in forever. Yeah, the crowd, the crowd like counting. That. When have you heard a crowd counting somewhere else? Hmm... Listen, if it's a scripted crowd, it doesn't count, okay? But I love that, yo, after like 10 people, like people didn't expect it. And he went 20 punches. He just kept going. Dustin gave Brody Lee 20 punches. Oh, it's like had, his birthday. He had like, sent them chasing. It would have been great if he did like his year count of how long he's been doing it in the business. Oh <laughs> you know, but um, for me, I think it was great. I do agree that his crossroads was great to perform but Brody Lee kicked out of it that shit was crazy yo, 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 he got a two count he got a two count uh Johnson even came back and interfered but yo Dustin just kicked Brody in the balls yo my and god yo, people get were this. chanting he, he hit a count. regular pile driver I haven't seen a regular pile driver on TV in forever that's right like, Dustin delivered that to Brody which most people well most places don't let you do a pile driver because it Destroyed Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck. Yeah. Um. He was actually out. He was technically paralyzed for a little bit, and he broke his neck completely from it. Yeah. So. That's why he's chugging beer all day. Uh, <laughs> Plenty. His own beer that he makes. Um. Hey, but, don't stop your dreams. But put it this way. Dreams. Some companies show how you can actually do it smartly, and when you have the right person doing it, who's been doing it forever. 
Yeah. They're going to do it the right way. But, yo, coming back to Dustin and Brody Lee, like, there was, yo, there was headbutts, slap shots, back and forth, you know, and they, you know, uh, what was it? Um, Dustin ended up coming at Brody Lee with his own move, with the yeah. discus clothesline. He hit the discus on him. But yeah. Two counts still, but. Yeah, they were a kick for kick, and, you know, by the end of it, it was that Brody Lee used the discus for the win. And he's still the TNT champion. But I was I was really hoping for Dustin to get it for his brother, for his family. But I could see why they're still keeping I don't think we're at a point in Brody this company where we're going to get that quick title change like that. Yeah. How about, like, what happened afterwards, though? Oh, my uh, gosh. Well, first off, Cole Cabana's smile came out. <laughs> Yo, Cole Cabana is the happiest member of all of AEW. He always has this giant... Freaking smile! He's just Except all happy. Except for when Cody, I mean Brody Lee, tossed him out and said, "Get out of my ring." Yo, he did. He snuffed Cabana. He looked so and sad, he was like still a little very puppy. Angry. Like, what did I do? Yo, what but Evil Uno is still talking to him. I, I'm wondering what he's saying to him. What he's telling him. Yeah, he did. He walked him out, and he this, was the still, second time that he did this. In he was two still, shows. Um, hoping him. And what was it that it was? Um, who carried out uh who came out who came out that night it was um qt marshall yeah oh uh, it okay, was so, Stu, right so Stu they, came out and carried qt yeah, marshall they out because jumped he's QT part of, marshall backstage and then they yes. just carried his dead body out there yes they carried his like very knocked out body out to show as a kind of uh Look, while you were while you were busy family. fighting Brody Lee, we're attacking your family, you know. So this is gonna make Dustin Rhodes a lot more angry. I think that he's gonna come back with more vengeance, and I, I can't wait for him to. I, I'm hoping that he continues and keeps fighting for that title. Uh, he's not gonna stop till he gets it. That's what makes him relevant. Hey, and maybe there's maybe. only one other title that he could go for. But I don't think they're going to let him go for that yet. What if they... Oh, well, let me hear what you have to say about that. What title do you think? The FTW title. Oh. Him and Brian Cage. But I think we might be getting another rivalry. Okay. I think we might be getting... Uh, Brian... I don't know. Brian Cage versus... Who was that big man? I forgot his name. I mentioned it last week. Wow. Right over my head, but <laughs> they got—they're okay. gonna be doing something different. Brian Cage—they're gonna make that title relevant. Um, I don't know who it's gonna be with, but hey, maybe yeah, it'll, you know, maybe it'll be Cage. Omega. Maybe it'll be uh, anything with Brian Cody. Cage. I'm excited to see. I'm well, no, Cody's excited. definitely coming back for Brody. He's, yeah, that's true. Um, maybe it'll be a Scorpio Sky or someone like that. I was going to say, wouldn't it be interesting if for the TNT title, at some point, Brody Lee decides to have given it to Anna Jay, and maybe when Anna Jay is holding it, Brandy will be the one to come out and get it, and we have a women's TNT champion. Ah. I wonder if he'd be willing to do that, if, if Brody Lee is that kind of person. No. No, I don't no, even think okay. that creative I'm would do that. I'm hopeful wishing. Yet. You're very okay. hopeful wishing right. with that. <laughs> but, well, just saying, if you're listening, anybody in AEW, we would love to see that happen. I mean, I personally would. I thought it would be cool. <laughs> I do like the way they ended the show, Brody Lee giving him a receipt, kicking him in the balls. Yeah, Giving yeah. him the blowback. 
He uh, he did an overkill on poor Dustin. Yeah. And but you know uh, what? They're, they're building him up to be that power player. Yeah, yo, Dark Order is showing that they're really dominant. They're really strong. They Wardlow. I want to see Brian Cage versus Wardlow. Ah. Put it that way. Oh. Yeah. Oh, both yeah. are very sassy men. Ah. <laughs> I mean, yo, uh, for me, Cage is so short and stocky. And, like, Warlow is this tall, stocky dude. So it'd be great for them to go back at it. It's, like, almost, um, you know, uh, what, what's the story of the little guy and the giant? David and Goliath. David and Goliath. <laughs> I think it was the Clash of the Titans. But... Yeah. But, yo, very much about, like, a colossal person against another colossal person. They're both colossal in their both ways. So I think it'd be great to see that coming up. But we had a great episode this week. Yeah, we definitely had a great episode. Um, That match, I would give an eight and a half to a nine. Yeah? Yeah, you know what? The whole shock value to me, the way that Dustin just came out destroying. Oh, man. Um, you know, you know the- even Brody showed that he's more than just what everyone thinks he is. He's becoming a better player in the ring. He's becoming more agile the more I see him. Okay. Um, he is rubbing off on me. Yeah. I'll tell you that much. Join the Dark Order. Yeah, <laughs> join the Dark Order. I do like a lot that Dustin had delivered so much versatility that night, and I was really, really impressed by him. So, for me, I would give it the 8.5 based off of just Dustin Rhodes' performance alone because, like, holy shit, dude, like... How old is this guy? He's been doing this for how long? And he still freaking got it. Oh, he yeah. still fucking got it. Yo, so I give him, I, give, I commend him a lot. And I'm really glad that he's doing this for his family. And that he's uh, showing that he's doing his best. He's, he's, a, he's a monster of his own. Oh, yeah. I love it. You know, um, so to end the night, we had Cody making an announcement. We found out what Cody's been up to, finally. Okay. And Look, it's a cool announcement. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I'll tell you Me that Me neither. Much. I um, totally didn't see this coming. He was mentioning for... things like extreme this, extreme that. And then he showed a stage. And I'm like, oh, they built a yeah. new wrestling stage. But no. It, it's a tailgate a... party. And it's an extreme version <laughs> of America's Got Talent. Yes. Put it that way. An extreme AGT for Go TNT. Big Show. <laughs> yeah, it's the Go <laughs> Big Show. And it's hosted by Kurt Brushner. And the talents that are going to be performing are competing for $100,000. And the judges, I'm, I'm honestly surprised, uh, impressed with the judges, though. I mean, I only know Cody three. <laughs> out of four. Cody yeah, and Snoop, Snoop together? Snoop Dogg and Cody. That's we have weird. Rosario Dawson on there and Jennifer Nettles. Don't know Nettles. So I, she has a very Never familiar no face. Nettles. I gotta look her up. I got IMDB her. But I have seen her before in something. She kind of looks a little like Jennifer Lawrence. So, But I'm pretty sure she's been in things. I gotta look her up. But this, this, this is like, oh, dude, this is what you've been doing. <laughs> Well, okay, <laughs> I guess. I mean, AGT is almost over, so yeah. hey. we do have something that we can watch. They need watch to create new things for people to watch while they're in quarantine. This is a new kind of enhancement talent. <laughs> so um, we look forward to it. Maybe we'll do a review show on it. Maybe. We don't know. Well, there are other shows that we could do. We yeah, know that we, are coming out soon. Yeah, we're really enjoying doing these uh, you know, review shows and And maybe we could do a Mandalorian review. When season two starts. Oh, well, that, you know. Because that is a one, 
episode we were, a week. We originally were the Geek of Thrones where we just wanted to talk about a lot of different TV shows and movies like that. So well, A few curveballs came in our way and we didn't get the opportunity. To- no, but it doesn't stop us and we're going to keep continuing. So we're glad that you listened in. We're so happy you stopped by. Thank you so much for supporting us. And we look forward to delivering some more... Uh, predictions and reviews and, and we our ratings. Look forward to another exciting episode AEW Dynamite. Actually. Yes, next week on Thursdays. Also for the ladies, don't forget that there is actually a website called alleliteheels.com h e e l s which is all about female wrestlers and you know you can support their community. And you get a one-on-one Zoom room conference with one of the female wrestlers as well. With one of the talents. Yes, it could be it could be a talent it could be a main card you never know so i highly suggest you girls visit anybody could visit you don't have to be a girl i would recommend everyone to support it because it it's so awesome and if you ever (laughs) yes if you ever want to they also have aew dark which is on tuesdays and do they still have the monday night for women's or no that, they've that's stopped all that done for a little while that's all done for right okay now. so we had monday nights for women's championship and that was a great live youtube show the women's tag team title uh, it was a tag, tag team. team the women's tag team tournament okay so we have that to look forward to but um, yeah, to we're finally gonna end the night, and we wish you all well. Wish you stay safe, and we hope you have a great night. Keep it sleazy. <laughs> Take it easy.